Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents Ha Ha Laugh Funny Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld. I need to start drinking alcohol. Now go to sleep, we. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer. And I'm Barry Rosenfeld. Barry, you look so you look so great on our Zoom call. What are you wearing? Well, Dylan, thanks for noticing. I am wearing <laughs> our newly added Mention It All hat. And you can find this on shopbetches.com under our Bravo by Betches podcast section. Or just search Mention It All hat. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> waiting for mine to arrive. I'm wearing a different Shop Betches hat right now just because nice. it's just by chance. The hat I, Dylan is wearing right now is the first thing I ever made when I started working at Betches. So it means a lot to me whenever you wear it. Yeah. I'm wearing this hat that says content and I really like it. And one time I was wearing it and um, somebody's like, but I really like that, you know, like just like being content. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I mean, it could go both ways, um, but no. You know, I, I'm much more about my content than about my personal happiness. Um, <laughs> what can I say? Today we have an interesting episode for you. We are going to be diving into one of our favorite iconic past episodes like we have done before and we're we have a list that we're like working through. Yeah, of our we're working episodes. on it. <laughs> and today we are going to be talking about the Beverly Hills Dinner Party from Hell season 1 Alison Dubois. It, what a time to be alive. I rewatched this episode last night. I I had forgotten about some of the the best moments. Yes. So I, but also last night I watched, we were lucky enough to be graced with yesterday, a preview screener of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City premiere episode, which is premiering in November. Guys, it is really good. I mm-hmm. watched it and I was like laughing out loud in my bedroom and I had to rewind certain parts because I wanted to see certain moments again. It's like an extra long episode, 55 minutes of content. It's, content. I'm, I'm really excited for Salt Lake City. What can I say? People are dying over the fact that they're holding snowflakes, like in the beginning. Like, and I love that the snowflakes are like obviously CGI. Like they're not even yes, touching Yes, they're not their holding hands. snowflakes. <laughs> um, it's just funny because it's like, <laughs> like literally they're just like floating in midair. I know right like they're holding their hands out like that things like that are probably so awkward to do like in real life because it's like okay guys just stand there with your hands open um we're also talking about below deck med because this was a little bit of a doozy this week um this season I mean it's almost over it's but been it's on like... for four years this season has been on for four years <laughs> like it's so I also long. feel like every episode now that I feel like the episode since Hannah left has kind of felt the same. It's like Tom gets mad. Somebody's Lit- literally annoyed with like Jess and Robert having issues. Uh, whatever, we'll get to it. Um, <laughs> I also 
Oh, I just want to say quickly about Salt Lake City. I think one of the things that I like about it the most so far is that it's refreshing to see rich, over-the-top women who are not even a little bit famous. That it's like, these women are just glamorous. They are glamorous. They are very into themselves. And they Mm -hmm. have very big personalities. But none of it is like, oh, I'm an actress from such and such. Or like, I'm in the tabloids or any of that. It just feels like over the top, but in a small way that they're in their little bubble. And I, I really enjoy that dynamic. It kind of reminds me of the beginning episodes of New Jersey. Hello. It's like these yeah. are, it's very, the way you just explained that was like very similar in that sense. But um, I, honestly, I can all, I could say that New York and Beverly Hills are the only two where people were like, actually like personalities yeah. beforehand. But- Beverly Hills more so than Atlanta too. I want to say Atlanta too. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those early, early seasons kind of have that vibe of where, you know, they have these businesses that they're working on and they have their home lives, but there's not that element of like being kind of like a show within a show where they're Mm -hmm. like having these public lives. Um, But I I mean, whatever, obviously we'll talk a lot more about that. I don't want to spill too many secrets. Um, Let's get into our Beverly Hills rewind back yes. to season one. Yeah. Okay. I I don't remember the last time I watched this episode, but it was not very. Recently. I do. I watched it like during quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> but I so I had forgotten some of the kind of I'd forgotten how like how like ridiculous early Beverly Hills was, and it's kind of lost that energy of it's not that funny to me anymore. Like there, there are funny parts, but like the scene when Camille is calling each woman to invite them to her dinner party. And she spends like two minutes talking to Lisa's answering machine, answering not machine. thinking that it's her. And then they just show Lisa in her confessional being like, well, Camille. Uh, and it's like, it's so like, I miss Lisa Vanderpump's early season energy. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about all of these shows, like when they invite, like Camille sat down and was inviting everyone to her dinner party that Saturday night. When you live that lifestyle, even me, who's not up to their standard, you can't ask me to do something on Saturday night. It has to be planned like ahead of time, especially if you're like having caterers, you're having a bartender. Like it's so unrealistic to me that like, I don't know, like, I don't know what day she called them, but like in the middle of the week, inviting them all to this fancy dinner party, like that week, it just doesn't make sense to me. But yeah, she, she sits down and like cordially invites them to all this. And like her main thing is that she's having a pizza oven. She's going to have the pizza oven on. So that sounds really, you know, <laughs> exciting. She's like, she's, like, she's like, yeah, we're going to have a chef. I'm going to get my pizza oven. We, as I'm appetizers. Gonna, uh, just as appetizers. But pizzas, pizzas as appetizers and then a plate of dinner. <laughs> a plate of dinner. But it's so we're, we're at this. We're at this dinner party and. She has her guests of honor, who are, we remember, Dee Dee and, and Alison Dubois sitting next to her. And she's like, oh, no, you know how Camille talks. Oh, no, but, like, you're all my guests of honor. But, like, these guests of honor sit here. And then you guys can sit where there's, like, six women there. Like, it's not like she's having 35 people spread across this table. So they're yeah. literally drinking martinis <laughs> the size of their heads. They are downing them. They, they are heavily <laughs> filled with alcohol. Like, it's crazy. It's just, when Lisa. Like, when Lisa picks up her cocktail and says it's like a bowl of soup. A bowl of soup. <laughs> the co- the Camille cocktail. The Camille cocktail. But like, 
And she, I don't know if you well, felt Camille this. Well, foreshadowed. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I don't know how, if you felt this way, but like it, fe- it was one of those dinners where you just felt something was going to happen. Like it, 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 I felt the tension from my couch. Yes. Like, well, it didn't help that earlier in the episode when Camille was talking about inviting Allison, she foreshadowed being like, Allison's the kind of girl who, you know, she can have a little too much to drink. And then she, she <laughs> you don't know what's going to come out of her mouth. And it's like, why are you inviting this bitch to the party with a, the other girl that you already had issues with? Like, she wanted right. it to go down at this party. I, I exactly. really. <laughs> and it was so, this is so typically calculated Camille. So how do you know Faye? Where she fucking know Faye? She's asking Kyle, where do you know Faye? And then before letting her answer, just answering her own question. Oh, I know, I know. You pose for Playboy. I remember you from Playboy. You pose naked after the OJ trial. And then like, so you already knew and you just wanted to call her out at the dinner table. But Camille, you also pose for Playboy. Like she was trying to say it as like a dig. And like, Honestly, I to this day still want to pose for Playboy. So like that is not an insult. And then of course we have the most famous, I think, line, one of the most famous lines in Housewives history. The morally, the morally corrupt, corrupt Faye Resnick. And it's so it's annoying so- how I forget that line wasn't even said to her face. It was in her interview. You oh know? yeah. Camille, okay, Camille, like obviously she is a shitster, and especially season one, she was just like really nasty yeah and it's so after most of the women leave she is talking she says it's easy to pick on me because i'm the nice guy and it's like camille in no of season one of beverly hills is camille the nice guy i don't think anyone no i don't think she's genuine like at all and she she always seems so like Oh, oh. you know, like lighthearted, but like, even you saw, she was like breaking, she was like sitting in her seat. She was like, she was like, um, like sinking down is the word I'm looking for. Like, um, I don't know. She was kind of like stirred this and then like sat back and watched. And then we have Alison Dubois huffing and puffing her electronic cigarette, who, which, who brings that to a dinner party? Like, and as if it was like, I'm done with you. And every time the girls kept like impersonating her, like they were like, <laughs> oh, you guys can't see me. Never mind. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's weird because obviously now I feel like that's kind of more of a thing. Like people have like a jewel or whatever, but it's weird to just sit there because it looks, it's one of those electronic cigarettes that looks like a cigarette. And she's just sitting there like smoking on it at the table. And it's like, that's bizarre. Like she's acting like it's a pipe or something. I, it's so funny because Adrian says Allison drank two or three of the cocktails, which we already said were huge and strong. Yeah. And Allison is just like fully stirring up the shit when um, they're talking to Allison about kind of her profession as a psychic. And I thought the whole thing of Camille's like, you know, she's off, she's, she's at the dinner party as a guest. Like she's not working right now. And it's like, if you meet someone that has an interesting job at a dinner party, you're going to talk to them about their job. That's not like inconsiderate to ask someone about what they do. And well, also Allison it was the was, only thing they were talking about with her. They don't right. know her. <laughs> and then Allison was the one who like took it to a weird place when she was saying that she can like head tap people's thoughts and like know what they're thinking about. 
And then Lisa's like, are you head tapping me right now? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, the, the party took like a very, very, very sharp turn. Like all of a sudden after the whole head tapping thing, Camille was like, do you want her to go there? Because she'll go there. And everyone was like, what? Like no one go where? Like no one, what are you talking <laughs> about? And then she's like, because like, she'll tell you if your husband's cheating. And everyone was like, what? Again, we didn't <laughs> ask for that. So then- it was it was just like she automatically brought it up as if like she knew something and like needed a medium there to like bring it up. You know what I mean? Right. It, it felt very bizarre. She was she creeps me out. Calling all my honeys. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. Whether you're a bride, a wedding guest, or simply seeking everyday smoothing, Honey Love is the go-to for all things shapewear. Honeylove has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. For a limited time, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back and thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence, thanks to Honey Love. It felt incredibly calculated that she wanted to talk about Kyle's marriage. Like, because she was like, how many, have you been married before? And Kyle's like, yeah, okay, good, then you're not going to get divorced. But like, mm, he'll never emotionally fulfill you. He'll never emotionally fulfill you. And when the kids are older. Know that. (laughs) When the kids are older, you'll have nothing in common. Which, by the way, just from a viewer's perspective, Kyle and Mauricio have one of the strongest marriages I've ever seen. (laughs) Yeah, I would say, like, they've definitely had some, like, rumors and stuff about their marriage. But in terms of what we actually see, they have really are a pretty solid couple. Yeah, I'd say. Allison is so, the way she says, know that, after she says something, she says it, like, three times in the episode. And it's such a weird thing to say. The like way somebody, she said, yes, know that. If somebody did that to me in conversation, if you were like, if you were like, Real Hostages of Salt Lake City is going to be good, know that. Like, I, that means I know something. It's like and creepy. You, you yeah. yeah. Well, I just said she's very creepy. Even the things like, I okay, I've said this multiple times in the past. I can't stand when people try to insult someone, but like, it's a bad insult or like, it's like not a strong insult. I know it doesn't really make that much sense, but like she was like to Kaya, she was like to Faye, you have two legs walk out of here. Like, Oh God. Oh, that ouch, is one of my, that hurt. I think that's- Turn and said it to Kyle too. She goes, you also have two legs. 
you can walk out also. I'm like, oh my and God, Allison, says, stop. You're so mean. She says to Faye, you have two legs last time we checked. And it's like, what does that mean? <laughs> Did you cut off her legs? <laughs> and then she, like her and Kyle going back and forth too. Like, you're, you know what? Like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you either. Like, go girls. Like, you're crazy. Dig, dig deep. I can't stand the, fights like that. <laughs> the thing that I forgot was also in this episode is that while this whole thing is going on with Faye and Kyle and Allison, Kim and Taylor are yep. also getting into it. And that's when Taylor Kim tells Taylor to blow up her lips some more. And that's when Taylor yells, enough, enough. Well, remember also in the first that was season, in this episode. <laughs> Taylor and Kim go at it like a lot. Like they do not get along. And and yeah. it is funny. Like Taylor's also, they always would make fun of Taylor's lips the whole time, which is funny to think back now. Taylor like was the first one to get her lips done and whatever. But I never looked at Taylor that way because Taylor's like a tall woman and like big features. So I actually personally think her lips go with her face. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they could be a little her, smaller, but like, I lips, feel like they go. Her lips didn't really bother me when she was on no. the show. I will say, I've seen a recent photo of her and she looks. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's this, they get a lot of filler. It's the filler that, 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 yeah. that happens. But anyway, we, we yeah, enough whispering about Taylor's face. Yeah, um, enough whispering. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I I told the blow up your lips some more just caught me by surprise and it made me gleeful. Well, and it's funny because now at the beginning of episodes two, a season, sorry, is when Kim and Kyle are like their sister duo and like it's like always them against. But then whenever Kim fights with someone, Kyle always cries and like takes her side. Like it's very fun to watch. I suggest you guys start again with Beverly Hills. It's very different than what is on currently i always say when i go back i like pick and choose who i still want to be on the show like i've always loved taylor even mm-hmm. though she would never be back on the show now but <clears throat> so someone, we also yeah someone asked ahead. me recently if they could they wanted to watch beverly hills and they were like can i just start at season five and i was like no, you absolutely could not absolutely you, you not. could but that would serve no purpose at all none like if all you wanted to do was get up to date for what's happening now, maybe start. you could start at season five, but you would be missing the best parts on purpose, which makes no sense. Also, I think the beginning um, seasons are so much better in any franchise to watch because it was so long ago that it, it's funny. We've talked about this too, like the production, the outfits, like the their faces. <laughs> Sorry, did I say that out loud? Um, <laughs> Oh my God. But yeah, so this was a fun recap. I love the dinner party from hell. I mean, it's so fucking weird. It, it's always weird when you bring in a random person thrown in the mix that's not in your friend group and then also is the one to like just start talking. I would be so pissed if that happened to me. Like, you're the oddball out. Like, we don't know you. At least like start, don't like attack and be in attack mode. But I would say um, Allison is probably one of the most memorable like one-off guests in housewives history she was like i have books about me i've written books and like i was like awesome i actually published two books when i was in second grade so i have that oh my gosh yeah hardcover hardcover wow okay i'm gonna i'll go i'll pre-order them or whatever well they're not like you can't like buy them on (laughs) amazon they're in my house but you know i could publish them one day 
Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. We also have to talk about, <laughs> anyway, moving on. Enough about me being an author. Ah, maybe I can get a literary award one day, like Giselle. Oh my God, Giselle. Um, we have to talk about Below Deck. Um, if I have to see another episode of Tom having another fucking hissy fit, like I'm turning it off mid-episode. I, I just can't. I- I'm I can't. glad. I'm glad the season is almost over because the way that it's going right now is just... The, nothing's going anywhere. It's yes, like they're, yes. Mm-hmm. We're seeing the same stuff with Tom every week. We're seeing the same stuff with Rob and Jess every week. Bugsy and Aisha are just kind of, you know, doing their thing. The other, you know, there's nothing like dynamic happening. And I, I mean, it's not that it's like unentertaining. There's just, it doesn't feel like there's a driving force. Right. Well, this episode we see Tom, I know every episode to start off, we see Tom in the galley having a hissy fit, but we did see the way he was speaking to Captain Sandy. And I was a little taken back by that too, because no matter how frustrated you are, like he was like clap it. He was like, he like made a hand gesture in her face. And like, you're, that's a woman you don't let. And, and also the captain of the boat. So you don't like get in someone's face like that. Sandy walked away as you know, that was the right thing to do. But then they had their, their team meeting crew meeting and we saw something. Sandy got emotional, which I've never seen ever she actually like shed some tears while talking to the crew because I feel like I always compare this. I always think it's like a camp counselor and like rallying up like all the counselors before like the kids get to camp. Like it's like the perfect analogy before like the guests arrive on board, but they just wanted to finish out the last charter. And she was obviously frustrated with the way like Tom had just spoken to her. And it's just like, it's, it's very childish and, um, I liked to see that raw emotion from Sandy because that's something mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever witnessed before. And I don't think we're like ever going to see again, but we also see, this is funny. I saw Pete for the first time in like weeks. Remember I forgot he was on the show. I was like, Oh yeah. wait, who? And so they actually showed him. Like I saw him in his bunk bed, like this episode, and when Malia was having her meeting with her deckhands, like making a lead deckhand for the last charter, by the way, which is super nice. Um, I thought it was going to him. And I was like, oh my God, oh my how God. ironic would that be? But it did go to Alex, which is well-deserved. But at the same time, like he thought, do they usually do that? Like for the last charter? Like what kind of They sometimes do. I think last week when she was telling Sandy that she was going to do it, I think it's more like, so you can have it on your resume than like- yep. Because it actually like mean like d- makes a difference in the situation, so I think it's just yeah. kind of like 
she like is showing her appreciation of him working hard and like giving him this opportunity so that then like for his next job he can tell him that he was the lead deckhand I mean whatever I don't really care about like yachting oh (laughs) my god okay but the major drama of this episode which I thought was absolutely psychotic is like each episode we're seeing Jess and Jess like react a little more in scene so the charter guests are taking a group photo okay Rob and Aisha are going to shore with them and they're taking a photo with the guests and Jess is stalking from above deck and watching because she wants to ask Rob to get her a hat when they go to shore and (laughs) Aisha puts her arm on Rob who is wearing a backpack by the way so imagine how awkward that is for your arm to go around someone with a backpack so she lowers her arm they like show it in slow motion and they show her arm below his backpack Jess literally flips out and goes to Rob if she touches your ass one more time I'm gonna punch her in the fucking face like Aisha doesn't Aisha is not everyone even Malia on watch happens everyone was like she overreacted like she was not touching his ass did you see that like what did you think of that yeah it's it's just the kind of thing where it's like it's obvious that jess i like jess is in general but it's obvious that she has some relationship jealousy whatever issues and it's like i'm sorry it's one thing if you need to work through whatever your personal issues are but She's, like, dragging Aisha into it every week. And it's, like, you need to just chill. I'm sorry. Like, it's hard to be in that situation where you're around someone that is constantly obsessing over things and make, and seeing things where they're not actually there. And it's, like, you're in this environment <clears throat> where you're working and living on a boat with your boyfriend. You need to get it under control because... It's it's just, like, toxic to everyone there. I agree. And also, that's awkward for Aisha now, where she thinks everything she does, Jess is just going to think she's, like, she's cutting a tomato. She's just going to be like, oh, she think I'm flirting with, with Rob. But anyway, speaking of that, too, I meant to bring this up last episode. I didn't know that Jess and Rob, up until last week, when they slept in the guest room, never had sex before. I know. I thought that was like very, well, you know, I'm not judging, but I'm saying for them to be as hot and heavy as they are and to be saying, I love you and kissing and doing everything. Like I would have thought at that point they have been like sleeping together every night, you know, typical. And I was like, oh, I feel like that's happened on Below Deck before where like, I guess because they're in close quarters or it hasn't actually been that long or they're, I don't know, like they, it seems like you can bang your head really hard in the bunk bed. It seems like they're in serious relationships and then it's like, oh yeah, like I let him go down on me. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> duh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, here we are. Um, okay, Dill, who was your Bravo Lab of the Week this week? You know, just for nostalgia's sake, I'm going to give it to Alison Dubois because... Are you kidding me? I mean, she gave us some iconic <clears throat> moments, never to be seen again. Um, probably for the best, but you know, I had fun. Okay. Okay. Mine is going to Adrienne Maloof because my favorite Uh, thing, my favorite pastime of watching her on these early seasons are the glittered individual hair extension pieces she wears in her hair. (laughs) I actually, I knew girls. I was in high school, I guess right around the time when Beverly Hills, like around the same time this was airing. 
Mm-hmm. And there, I knew girls who did that for like prom and homecoming and stuff. I mean, it's just so funny because it's so, she was, she was always very like that where she, she just does anything she wants right. to and like makes it a fashion statement. But I, I, I just give that props. Like it's hilarious. But anyway. <laughs> I miss Adrian. Um, Adrian was yeah, like I an know. underrated OG, I think. I know. Like I really do miss her and I, I miss, I loved this episode too. It was what that famous, well, not famous, but when Paul, Adrian, 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 like walking around their house that's the size of New York state. But anyway, all right, guys. Sorry, I just had to take a breath. That was like a lot. Um, thanks for listening. <laughs> Don't forget to please rate, review, and subscribe if you love us. Like, leave us a five-star review. And don't forget to go to shopbetches.com and check out some of our merch. Join our Facebook group. Follow us on Instagram at Robert by Betches and have a great weekend. Bye, guys. Betches.